0: You're listening to... You're listening to... You're listening to... You're listening to... The Life Tree Community Church Podcast. awesome. let we'll thank God for the beautiful weather. Come on. Those of you in shape, thank God for shape. Those of you who are not in shade, you could if you'd like. There's plenty We're trying to keep it on the side. Uh, it's good to see everybody. It really is. It's good to good to see you all out here. Uh, it's just... For those who don't know, our family and I took a little uh, vacation, some time off. Um, the church was very gracious to us. So I just want to thank our executive leadership team, uh, our staff for making it happy. Thank everybody here for just giving us permission to uh, rest and renew for a little while. Um, I, I can confirm that we visited five-foot donut stores in the last four weeks, so it was time well spent. Um, I have to... Just so you know, um, there's a lot of good donut stores out there, but there's probably one that stands above them all, and it was new to me this year. And so, um, God, loves, God loves us and gave us donuts. And so, if you have not been to Kathy's on 14th Street in Ocean City, New Jersey, um, Joe Steeler is here. Just today with Jim anybody ever had butter cake at Kathy's on 14th Street in Ocean City anymore. Because he was there with us. Yeah. And it's basically that's a little strange. That's sort of like taking um, cheese Danish, the filling, mixing it with the topping of like a cinnamon, and presenting it like a cheesecake. Like that's kind of what it looks like. It's it's as sugary as you think. Um, so we got that. It was interesting, it was good, but they're donuts. I mean I did I did hear angels singing. It was sort of that close. It was a simple jelly donut, sugar coated. that was it. So now that you know, I mean, hey, I just need to be with you. That was our vacation, a lot of donuts. Um, I just want to thank everybody for giving us time to, to go away. It was, it was great. We had a really enjoyable time, and uh, really was. You know, and it's September, and we're back at it and looking forward to what God has for us this fall. So, we're going to share a little bit of that today. Uh, but we talked about seasons. Like, you can feel it this morning. I think this morning it was like in the 60s. Anybody up early this morning and out? Like, it was a little cooler. The committee wasn't there. And you start to tell, like, trees are going to start to change. You know, we start to hit the fall here. I and mean, many you are excited for fall? How I many you want summer to stay forever? Okay, yeah, so we've got half and half and you can move to Florida and they've they, got they heat all the time. And it's not a dry heat, it's just oppressive. So you can go there and stay there year-end. But so seasons change. And uh, every year as a church, one of the things that we do is we take time to just say, what season are we in? It's really, really important to know what season we're in, that we know what to expect from life. Right now, um, this I'd I like to have our fig tree at home. Last year I got two figs. This year, we got 15 figs on our fig tree. Come on. So that's for Gene. Thank you, Gene. Here, here it is. And, and it, it was great. I like, for a long time, but those figs were green. And I'm like, man, are these things ever going to ripen? I mean, it was like almost two months, it felt like. And I'm just waiting. I'm like, maybe this tree's broken. I don't know. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. Maybe we need to water it more. And I'm like, it just took time for it. And I looked online, and it was like, it's okay. It's coming. But the important thing to know is what season, because if I, it's supposed to be ripening, and it's not something's wrong. But then the internet tells me that it's okay, just be patient. I know I can be patient in that season. See, the same thing happens in our lives. We need to know what season we're in, because if we don't know, we can be impatient with the things that are in front of us. Or we can get frustrated by things, and instead what we need to know is, what season am I in? That way I know how to respond to what's happening around me because I could have just cut the tree down and said it was, it was a waste and missed out on all these really good and now they're ripening like every day two or three more they're like getting purple and it's like oh man it's like, Um so it's important to know what season we're in so in January every year we knew that we identified that we felt like God spoke to us specifically about 2020 back in January how many of you remember January wasn't that an innocent time of life oh we were so naive we thought life was good. Everything was smooth. Didn't know anything about masks. We We're not infectious disease experts like we are now. You know, we, we just I mean we shared that this was going to be Isaiah 43, that God has spoken this verse and just kind of highlighted that to us. That God was going to do something new this year. Huh something new. I think it's time for us to re examine that because when we talked about it in January It meant something very different than it means to us now. Would you agree? That phrase, something new, means something different when we hear it in September than it did in January. In January, when you hear something new, all right, God, what you got for us? What's something new? It's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. It's going to be good. It's going to be so much better. It's a new car. It's a new house. It's a new job. It's a, it's a new experience. It's going to be great. And now we're like, oh, it's something new, all right. It's just not what we thought. So maybe I'd like to just take some time to re-examine what something new means today. So I'm going to read that passage again so just to give us some context in case you don't remember the context of Isaiah 43 because that's just not what you think about all day. Um, here it is. It's the people of Israel, a long time ago, living under constant threat of attack from both um, the Assyrians and the Babylonians. So back in history, there's two major powers in the world, and the, and the nation of Israel, people of Israel are afraid because they've got this imminent threat. wars all around them. There's threats all around them. Seems sounds familiar. Identify. Okay, so they're living in fear from multiple threats, and God speaks to his people to encourage them. If you remember Isaiah? We can break down the book. It's sort of like a mini Bible. The first half of Isaiah is, hey, I want a relationship with you, and you don't follow the rules. So this is you're breaking all the rules, and now we it's, it's making problems. The second half of Isaiah is sort of like the New Testament now, where it's like, hey, but there's hope. But there's hope. And here's what we're going to do. Here's how it's going to go. And so we're going to look at the hope part because I don't, we don't, we don't need any more bad news, right? We need good news. So let's, let's talk about good news today. All right. God speaks to people through the prophet Isaiah to encourage them. And here's where we pick it up. Isaiah 43, verse 15. God says this. He says, I am the Lord. Would you just maybe just close your eyes and listen to this? Imagine that you were the children of Israel, constantly afraid, if you can go there in your head, that you're afraid of all this stuff, and just receive these words as God trying to encourage you today. I am the Lord, your holy one, Israel's creator and king. I am the Lord, who opened a way through the waters, making a dry path from the sea. I called forth the mighty army of Egypt with all its chariots and horses, and I drew them beneath the waves and they drowned. Their lives snuffed out like a smoldering candle God says, I took care of all those threats. Remember that word? He says, but forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do. So I am about to do something new. Let's, let's see that again. God says to you, I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? Create rivers in the dry wasteland. The wild animals in the fields will thank me, the jackals and owls too, for giving them water in the desert. Yes, I will make the rivers in the dry wasteland so my chosen people can be refreshed. I have made Israel for myself, and they will they honor me before the whole world. This is pray for my heavenly Father. Thank you for your living word. These are not just words stuck in history that you said one time to somebody a long time ago and they're irrelevant today, but your word lives. It's active and today we ask that your word would interact with our lives. And as we hear it think about it and consider it, would it cause change in us? Would it stir something in us and would us make us more? And we, we are how you are our lives right now, today. Right where we are. In your good name we pray. So in the beginning of this, God reminds these people, hey, I just want to remind you of something. Right? Remember that your ancestors were in bondage in Egypt. Remember that, he says. And I powerfully remember, because when he's talking to the people of Israel, they didn't experience the exodus out of Egypt. They didn't experience it. this was This was like generations ago. So these were, they, they didn't live this they didn't experience this so that's like we say hey remember what God used to do just the same as me telling you about the nation of Egypt um, Israel led them out. Well, like, yeah, that wasn't us we didn't experience that that was back then and God's reminding he reminded them what it looked like he said remember when I opened the waters because you didn't live through it but just remember hearing about it at one time in history God opened up waters and, and people walked through it. And then he says, and remember, I made a dry path on that fiery ocean floor. If you're at the beach and anytime you summer, you walk into the, the sand in the water. It's not dry. It's... it's, it's amazing, right? You, you step in it and if you stand still long enough, there, when you have this experience, you stand as the waves crash over your feet and you just start to sink. Some of us, that's happening to us just in life. are just getting shorter and shorter. That's just old age. Like I think that's just we're like, we're getting shorter and shorter as we get older, right? I don't know if our feet, we're standing still, baby. We need to move a little bit. I don't know what it is. But you just sink into the sand because the, the, the ground is wet. But God says, I made that wet ground dry. Remember that. I made that wet ground dry. And remember, I, that army that was chasing you, I led them into it. And then I took care of them for me. Remember that. Remember how I rescued you from their power? Sometimes God has to literally point out what he did in our lives in the past and what he has done through our history because we forget. We get so caught up in the mess that we're currently in that we forget all the powerful things God has already done. I just want to encourage you today. Let's pause and remember all the powerful things God has already done. Because right today... We need God to continue to do powerful things, yes? Where we stand today, we and in our need, we cannot forget all the things. that God says, hey, remember, 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 remember. Do not fail to remember what he's done. Because you need to remember that today, because that's what gives you faith that he will continue to do that tomorrow. And then after he reminds them of all this, God raises the bar and says, hey, guess what? All those miracles of the past, he says, that's nothing. And see nothing yet compared to what about to do. I'm doing something new. Pathways in the wilderness and rivers in the wasteland. So let's just talk for a minute. I mean, God says I'm going to do a pass through a wilderness. Okay? What's a wilderness? What's, like, think about the wilderness. We talked about this back in January, remember? And actually, we started this way back in October, about almost a year ago, We felt like a ghost to the heart. And so here we are, something new. Yes, this is great, God, this is great. And I think what happened is we went straight into the something new part and overlooked the wilderness and wasteland part. Right? God nailed the part about this being a wilderness and a wasteland. I mean, absolutely on the money. The wilderness is anywhere that's overgrown, that's uncontrolled, that's wild, that's volatile, that's dangerous. Right? That's the, like, part of the wilderness, the first four letters, is wild. It's wild. Does anything about our world right now, about your world, about where you're living, does it feel wild? Does it feel uncontrolled? Does it feel dangerous? Does, does the culture in which we're living, does it feel like it's, oh, this is safe? Yeah, sure, say what you want. Does that feel safe? And post whatever you want. Right? Make decisions. You can wear a mask. You don't have to wear a mask. Nobody's going to yell at you. No, this is, we are living in a wilderness. This is wild and uncontrolled land. This has been holy. Oh, does anybody know where we are? Because I'm lost. Because I've never been here before. Even if you've lived for generations, you've lived through maybe you lived in the sixties and the seventies and you lived through all sorts of you've seen things before. You've seen but you've not seen this. Because this is a new day. This is a new wilderness. I want to ask you to pause and think. What's been a wilderness for you this year? Has your job, has, has your finances been a wilderness? I don't even know, so I don't know what's going on. Has your health been a wilderness this year? Mentally, your emotional state, has your, has your family, has it been a wilderness for you? It's is so out of control. I don't know where I am, I don't know how, I don't know what to do. What's a wilderness for you this year? What circumstances have made you feel anxious, or fearful, or tense, or stressed? Wildernesses are wild. And we are living in the wild right now. I mean, hey, we're out in the wild. It's kind of weird. There might uh, There's two, two, two dogs here. Yeah, two dogs. In wild and, hey, that, uh, terrifying. It's wild. They're wild animals. That's terrifying. i so vicious. Maybe you found yourself today in a wasteland. Maybe this year has been a wasteland for And a wasteland is different than a wilderness. A wilderness is just uncontrolled. While a wasteland is barren. It's dry. It's hopeless. It's, it's, it's good for, it's, for things going to die. Right? There's no life. There's no trees. There's no grass. There's no, there's no water. There's no life there. It's just barren. emptiness, It's a void of life. Anyway, in a situation where you feel hopeless, where you feel like this has been so long and I've been so isolated and so dry and I'm alone, and I just this, this separation, there's just something. Has it been a, a wilderness or a wasteland for you? So then, here's the next part of this. God says, "Hey, I'm going to lead you to these places. I'm going to do something new there." So let me ask you, where are the pathways through the wilderness? Where are the rivers that are meeting you in your wasteland? What has God done for you? That He said He was going to do. And it can be really hard to see how God is with us. The same question God asked generations ago, he's asked us, he says, I'm already doing something new, I've already done it. Don't you see it? And the reason God has to ask us if we see it is because we don't see it. It's so easy to sit here today and say, Hey, how many of you feel like you are thriving right now? You are absolutely like, life couldn't be better. Like, dude, I'm I'm on a straight path, uh, so clear, I know exactly where I'm going pathways in the wilderness, oh there are rivers of abundance, life is just so good, I, I just can't really stop it God, I'm so good, you can stop now, I'm blessed already enough for this year, you can stop now, anybody? Because if so, I'd love to have you come up and share your story with us to encourage us. When God says look, I'm about to do something new, it's, 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 a, it's a Hebrew word in a, it means to see, to behold, to look, to pay attention, to set your eyes on it. And it says, do you not know, that word knows, yada, it means to perceive, to understand. See, when you look, you will understand. When you actually see, like, you know, I have to, there are times where I have to actually get somewhere and experience it. Oh, okay, now I see it. You you were explaining it to me and you were doing a lousy job. Now that I see it, now I understand it. You know, I tell you, how, how is service going to look in a park? I don't know. Trust me, but when you see it, you'll understand. It'll work. Right? Trust. You have to see something to, get, to understand it, to know it. And that's what God says. Listen, if you can't see what I'm doing, then you don't understand it. So you have to have eyes to see it. You have to look. And the thing that makes it hard for us to see what God is doing, to see the pathways, to see the rivers, to see the blessing, here's why it's hard to see that we are still in the wilderness, and we are still at the wasteland. We are walking through it, but we're not there yet. It's only September. He'll get it wrapped up by December. That's that's how it works in my life. It'll be wrapped up by December. But God is bringing you through the wilderness. Hear this, this is really important. God is walking you through the wilderness, but you're not through it yet. And if we're not through it yet, it still feels like wilderness. And when it still feels like wilderness, we go, God, where are you? So how do we know? It still feels like wasteland. So how do we know if God is at work in our lives? So here's my recommendation. Here's my one takeaway for you today. Ready? Look back. Everybody look over there. No, just trust me. Look back. Where were you six months ago? I told you six months ago, and listen, for the next six months, there's going to be a worldwide pandemic. Um, our country is going to experience um, incredible the necessary pain of a racial reckoning. The, polit- the politics are going to become utterly hostile and divisive to the point of separating our entire country into for and against. It's going to get really ugly. Um, and you're going to survive it. And you're going to be here today, where you are. Would you have believed me that you could have Stayed at home, and none other. I will not believe easy if I told you six months ago that you can't be here. Because to me, the fact that you're here today looks a lot like there's a pathway that's led you. You're walking on a pathway, whether you know it or not. The fact that you are here, where you are, that's a pathway. If I told you six months ago that you'd be isolated from society for months due to quarantine, that economically. There would be chaos. There's fear and anxiety and loss and suffering would be our common experience. If there would be no school, no regular gatherings, no Easter Sunday, no July Fourth fireworks, no people at baseball games, no commuting to work, no weddings, no funerals, no parties, no graduations. If I had told you all that, that you would still, despite all that, you would be here thriving. That you would be here today. Would you believe it? Because the fact that you're here today. here today in the state that you're in then guess what God has made a pathway through wilderness for you he's just making it as you go see when we think of pathways we think oh the whole road is done and a pathway is made one step by step. so the only way to actually recognize the path is to look back, and when you look back you can go well actually I am Are here. If you don't know how you are, where you are, then that was God. If you don't know how you, where you are today, then that was God. So I want you to think about where you are, and think about where, what, all that you've walked through, and recognize the fact that today you are living in a miracle. Today, this is miraculous. This is pathway through the wilderness stuff that we are living out right now. We are collectively look around. We're collectively walking through a wilderness, and we're walking through it. We are making it through. Yes, it's still a wilderness in front of us, which is why we can't always see it, but if you look back and recognize that we're here, God has been sustaining. It doesn't mean it's been easy. It doesn't mean it's been smooth. There has been struggle along the way. This is not natural to be here then we bear stars, we bear marks. We will always bear the marks of this season, of this journey, but we will have watched through it. Right? Do you understand? We're talking about how God leads and we follow. He gets us through. The children of Israel made it through. But they bore stars. They were marks. It takes its toll. But God gets us through not only, that, not only does God lead us to it, but he gives us rivers in the wastelands. So I wanted to just ask, but think about this, what abundance, see, rivers bring life to a dry area. When, when a river comes to any sort of land that's dry, life springs up. You watch the flooding of Nile, an and what happens is water spreads out, I mean, it just, new things grow, life comes, animals, all sorts of things start to, to arise out of the water Things live near water. Water makes things wrong. God says, I'm going to bring water to you. And if God brings water to you, so let me ask you, what abundance? What life has come to you in these last months? What new things have grown in your life that weren't there prior? Because this has been a desert. This is not this would not be the kind of ground or atmosphere in which we would expect new things to spring up in us, new 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 things to come out of. So let me ask you, what new good has presented itself to you in this last year? What new people have come into your lives? What new relationships have come? Think about it. Who have you met? Well, how have relationships changed? Who have you gotten to know better? Maybe some of your neighbors. Maybe some of you realize you live in a neighborhood. actually got out of your house and discovered Zoom opened up to you. We hate, we hate Zoom, but what world has opened up to you because of Zoom? Maybe we understand, hey, you don't have to continue anymore. You get to be with, you spent more time with your family than you want, but you've spent perhaps time. Maybe has given you an opportunity to rest or to reflect. But new things, and most of all, spiritually, Spiritually, what new things has God done in you over these past months? Where has God brought you that you probably would not have gotten to any other way? Has God revealed His Word in new ways to you? Has He revealed Himself in new ways to you? Have you appreciated things in new ways? Anything that is good, that has come to you in this, that's the product of rivers in the desert. Because this should not have been anything from But anything that is growing in good, that is rivers in the wasteland. James tells us that every good and perfect gift is from above. So any good that has come to you during this time is from God. See, the point that I want to just bring out is that it's easy for us to miss. But if we will consider and pause and look back, God has been at work in our lives all along. God has been at work in your life all along. He said he was going to do something new and he's doing it you're where you are the fact that you're here today is proof he's making pathways through wilderness to making rivers in the wasteland interesting word rivers rivers of living water it's really interesting um, as you know we still have no access to our building the seventh day church is just not opened yet we don't know when they will I miss gathering with everybody and there's ways that we can I think do that now. They're opening up indoor dining. I've been to ShopRite plenty of times and Walmart, and there there's ways that we, we've learned and they've figured out how to do social distancing. So I think we can get back to being in a building So It would be great if we could. So we're going to do it. Ask for God to figure, figure out something new, though, because we can't go back to that church because we're still not open, so what do we do? So it's interesting. Rivers of living water. How many of you know that there's a Spanish church in our town, right here in Windsor? It's, it's uh, it's called Iglesia. I can't say the name. It's super long. Anybody speak Spanish. Iglesia del de los Santos de Dios, Dios de Agua Viva. The name of their church is Rivers of Living Water, and we've talked to them. They've opened their doors to us, and so God is opening up rivers in what is a wasteland a waste for us. And starting, we're going to go Saturday Night Life Tree. Get that Saturday Night Live Tree SNL. Okay, we're going to do Saturday Night Life Tree. And starting this coming Saturday, next weekend, we're going to try Saturday Night Church because it's something new. Why not? And because I would love to meet outside every every Sunday, this would be great. The challenge is how the churches use the space. But we didn't know that, we've been sharing with other church community, we rotate. The other part of it is that we never know if it's going to rain, so it's very volatile, And like we have this an all or nothing, or it's either this or online. So what they, they have flung open their doors to us and incredibly gracious and what we have is yours. No setup. We just walk in. It's great. And now it'll be 25% capacity of the building, so that'll be about 100 people. So do sign-ups we're going to, have to work it out we will record the service we will broadcast it on Sunday mornings for those who don't feel comfortable coming to a building so it'll be there but God is making a river literally leading us to rivers of living water in the dry waste where we have nothing come on is this, can we make you up? seriously you like can't make that stuff up I get really geeked out by this one. Like I think those things like I'm a nerd for like this war and stuff like that like come on a life tree planted by streams of living water. Like you can't make this stuff up. Right? And, then, and so we'll see. How many things on Saturday Night Church sounds like a good idea? I don't know. I think it's interesting. Well, yeah, why not? And guess what? Sunday mornings you can do what you want. You know? And listen, for the last three years, we, the Seventh Day Adventist Church, they're Saturday on the Jewish Sabbath, so they've been doing Saturdays for a long time, so we're just late to the game. Right? We're getting, just getting, picking it up. So here's my... here's all that to say this. God, give us eyes to see the pathways. And give us eyes to see the rivers. Because we could easily overlook this stuff and say, man, we have nowhere to go. We've got nothing to do. I'm, I'm just struggling here. And instead, we can lose what God, the miracle God is doing in real time. Just because we're not through yet. Is this a long term solution? I have no idea. I have no idea. All we committed to is the next three weekends. So for the rest of September, that's what we're going to do. The next three weekends, we're going to be at at Rio's Day. I will We'll we'll talk in English. Um, if you want to go to the Spanish service, you can come to Sunday mornings. And we have two services Sunday mornings. And you can go to the Spanish service. It will be awesome. Tremendous people. Pastor Sanchez is just a man of God and so grateful. Actually, at this very moment, my father is speaking at their church in Spanish. So, I, I would be there, but I wouldn't understand everything the same. Um, so that's, that's what's going on. So I want to encourage you. The wastelands and the wilderness are really easy to see. But if we pause and look back and consider how we got here, we'll see what God has been doing along the way. It takes intentionality to see the beauty of what God is doing. I'll close with this, then we're going to move into communion. Um, If our ushers can prepare themselves. Oh wait, we don't have ushers. (laughs) Because we're outside, nobody should touch you. Okay. the band can come back up because they're going to play behind us. There's a... One of the the blessings that has come to me during this this season is music. People still make music, and artists still continue to put out albums. And uh, there's a great album. I don't know how many of you would appreciate it, but I I think it's fantastic. It's a hip-hop album by an artist called Frey. It's phenomenal. It's really great. So profound. It really is. The lyrics, It's, it's been speaking to me on so many levels in this season. There's a line in one letter. He actually doesn't sing it. He has a guest on it. Anybody know Kirk Franklin? If you don't know Kirk Franklin. He's one of the most like dynamic musicians and composers and he's got this line and is at the end of a song and he just sort of speaks it It's sort of like a pastoral moment, and it just spoke to me. And would you just close your eyes and listen to this? Just for a moment. Just listen to this. He says if, if what you see. there is to be seen. Say it one more time. If what you see is all you see, then you do not see what there is to be seen. Holy Spirit, give us eyes to see you at work in the middle of all of us. God, we pray that today you would give us eyes to see what there is to be seen. May we not only see what is visible to the naked eye, but God, may we see with our spirits, may we see with our souls, may we recognize how you are providing for us in the middle of the wilderness, how there are pathways, but because we're here, you have led us thus far, and you will not fail. The truth that we are here, the reality that we are here, is a testimony to your providing for us. We can have faith, that you're going to keep leading so that our responsibility today is to keep following, to keep trusting, and that along the way, you will make a way and abundance will come. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to learn more about our church, or if you'd like to connect with us online, just visit WeAreLifeTree.com.